1: National, for heaven's sake, make enough Jell-O this time, week.
2: Tell everybody you know, and don't, don't, don't let the week go by without J-E-L-L-O. Hello, this is Don Wilson for Jell-O, asking you, beseeching you, for heaven's sake, make enough Jell-O this time. Make enough for all your family, all your Jell-O-loving friends who come to call. For heaven's sake, make enough Jell-O this time.
3: J-E-L-L-O. You said you weren't busy
2: Oh, for heaven's sake. What are you doing downtown? Well,
3: this business of staying with Madge and Charlie for two weeks until our new house is ready is really an experience. I thought
2: you said you were going to help Madge with the washing and ironing today.
3: So did I, and after you and Charlie left for work, I said, shouldn't we start the washing? And Madge just laughed and said, Oh, forget it. I don't feel like it today, she said. Let's get dressed up, go downtown, look at some new fall clothes, and have a marvelous lunch at the terrace room, and then go to a movie. Oh,
2: well, fine, fine, why not?
3: Fine, gee, I had so much to do, dear. Some of the baby's things should have been washed, and Betsy's, I swear, I don't know when Madge does her housework. Apparently she does this sort of thing all the time. Always gallivanting off somewhere with a house to take care of, and Charlie and four boys, I don't know how she does it. Seems to me I'm working all the time just with Betsy and the baby.
2: Well, everything looks nice, so Madge must have the secret. I will admit Madge is sort of a character, but, honey, maybe you could learn something from her.
3: Well, that's a nice thing to say. No, 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 darling.
2: All I meant was, I mean, Madge apparently knows how to relax and have a good time on top of running a house. And you just said yourself that you're always working. Well, there's
3: always something around the house that has to be done.
2: Well, I know, but does it have to be done? That's what I mean. Many times I've suggested... Going somewhere or doing something, and you're too tired. I mean, we only live once, honey, and frankly, I'm glad to see you forget housework and enjoy yourself a little bit for yourself. Well,
3: your time. I don't really enjoy myself, dear, when I know I should be doing something else. Madge wouldn't even let me finish the breakfast dishes. Oh, pile them in the sink, she said. We'll do them later. Well, i don't like going away and leaving dishes and i certainly don't like coming back to them well
2: now there now you see well, habit that's all that, that's well, just happened nothing well. more nor less you should be more relaxed more flexible don't be tied down to something just because that's the way you've always done it
3: yeah, well i've got to go picking madge up at dorothy healy's dress shop at 4 30 4 25 now oh well,
2: i'm picking charlie up at five we'll be right home boy am i hungry what's for dinner
3: i don't know we haven't done a bit of marketing Madge made the remark there was nothing in the house, but not to worry about it, so.
2: Well, so, don't worry then. Madge is right, dear. You have got to learn to relax.
3: Looking over the paper. Oh. Come on in, please. Oh well, it's five fifteen, Madge. I mean, what, what can I do to start dinner? Oh, don't worry about that, dear. It's all taken care of. Well, oh, I, I was just out in the kitchen, Madge. There isn't a thing started. It's I mean, all it's... taken care of. Now, don't you worry your pretty little head about it. You're a guest, dear. No, now, Madge, we are not guests. Unless you let me help with the work, I just won't feel right having a stay here. Uh And here it is 5.15. I mean, the men will be home. Children will be coming in the house, starving. I know my Betsy. Don't (laughs) worry about the kids. I got them out of the way. Out of the way? What do you mean? Oh, I gave them money for hot dogs and hamburgers, which is about all they ever want for dinner anyhow. If they had their way, that's all people would ever eat. Hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> I know, that's true. But I feel Betsy should eat other things, Well, Mad. I sent I... Betsy right along with them, so they're all out of the way. Sent Betsy along with them where? To the park. There's a playground, and they can <laughs> buy their hot dogs there. Oh, they simply love it. The park! That's five blocks away, Madge. I never let Betsy go that far away. Darling, well, you are the biggest fuss budget. Betsy's all right. She's seven years old. What are you going to do? Tired of your apron strings all her life? Well, no, Madge. But the park is on the other side of the boulevard, and with all that heavy traffic. Now, I mean, I... Billy I... is <laughs> ten. I told well, him to hold Betsy's hand. Well, I... My four boys go to the park all the time. Now, stop worrying. Betsy was crazy to go, and she'll have a marvelous time. I do think you might have asked me, Madge. If I'd have asked you, you'd have said no. (laughs) Now, wouldn't you? Oh, come on. As you said, the men will be home and we ought to fix up some canopies. I've got some minced clams. Oh, I'll fix that minced clam and chive cheese dip. It's marvelous with cocktails. Come on, come on. Now, you can get out the crackers. Cocktails? Oh, Madge, wait a minute. Madge? Madge, Madge, look. If you're doing this for us, I mean, we never. Yes, I've got some here. We are minced clams and now, now the cheese. Madge, don't bother. I mean, if you're if you're doing it for us, I mean, we never have cocktails before. <laughs> I mean, the the fact is, we don't drink really at all. Oh, well, you certainly drink tomato juice. Oh, oh, yes, no, tomato no. juice. Well, of course, I, I thought you meant. That. Oh, darling, until you've had my tomato juice, you haven't lived. I've got the most marvelous concoction. It is just divine. Now, listen, you stop worrying about dinner. Charlie and I always feel you have to unwind at the end of the day, don't you? Well, yes, I, I guess so, Madge. <laughs>
1: walks in the office, and he says, well, it's no use. We've lost the Hackett deal. I-, I couldn't get old man Hackett to sign the contract. So, the boss turns to me, and he says, Charlie, uh- oh, 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 here I am, eating all the potato
2: chips. Here, have some, pal? Oh, no, I've, I've been eating them. Thanks, Charlie. Try
3: the clam dip, dear. It's rather good.
2: Uh, yes, I have. I, I am. I, will. Well, uh- where
3: was I? Uh, so, the boss turned to you and said, Charlie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Charlie, he says, you get out there and see what you can do. So I went out to see Hackett, and guess what little old Charlie did? You signed him. Right on the little old dotted line. <laughs> <laughs> My golly, I tell you that...
3: Imagine Madge, what
1: is this stuff we're drinking?
3: My famous tomato juice, in honor of our guest. Oh. oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, it needs a little more uh, <clears throat> ice, don't you think? Well, I guess most of the ice cubes have melted by this time. <laughs> I mean, after all, it's... 8.30.
3: Oh, is that all? Well, I'll mix up some more. We need crackers anyway.
2: I'll get out the ice for you, baby. Say, for the love of Mike, when do they eat around I here? I
3: don't know, Madge said not to worry. She had dinner all planned, and there is nothing started in the kitchen. I'm worried about Betsy. It's dark, and if I say anything, Madge acts as though I'm an old fuss-budget. In fact, that's what she called me.
2: Well, by golly, I'm starved. I like my meals on time. If I don't, I always get a headache. You know that.
3: Well, I can't do a thing about it, dear. Well, if
2: something isn't said about dinner by 9 o'clock, we'll just excuse ourselves and go out somewhere and eat. Well, I don't
3: see how we can do that while we're living with them. We apparently will do as they do.
2: Well, how long does it take Charlie to unwind, as he calls it? He hasn't stopped talking since we got here. I got it. if he tells another one of those oh
1: long-winded... Oh, boy, oh, boy, this is the life, huh? <laughs> Which reminds me of a funny story. It's kind of long, but it's very
3: much long. Well, I got Betsy to bed. She fell asleep at once. She was dead tired. She hasn't been up until 10.30 in her life. And I got your four boys to bed, Madge. Oh, thanks, darling. (laughs) Look, I
2: uh, hate to keep bringing up the subject of dinner, but I... Oh,
3: let's relax a minute. Oh, isn't that a beautiful ring? I had not noticed it before. Oh, thank you, Madge. I, I got it for an anniversary present. Our fifth. Oh, look at that ring, Charlie. Look at it. Look what she got for her fifth anniversary present. You know what I got for my fifth anniversary? An asphalt driveway, so it'd be easier for me to shovel the snow. Oh, now,
1: baby, that's what you wanted. Yeah. You said, I hate that gravel driveway. I wish you'd paved it. And
3: you know what I got for our next anniversary? Two garage doors. <laughs> oh, Madge, it's really. It's the truth, so help me. Two garage doors.
1: No, no, Madge.
3: Yes, I did. No, no,
1: no, no. no you got the garage doors for your birthday.
3: Oh, oh, yep, yep, that's right. Got them for my birthday. The
1: ones we had were too hard to open, and Madge was always complaining, and boy, was she surprised when I got
3: surprised it. Surprised is hardly the word. And it was for my anniversary. For my birthday, I got a power-driven lawnmower. Yeah, that's
1: right, that's right. Lucky
3: girl. <laughs> oh, you too really. <laughs> when did you get on your anniversary this year, Madge? This year. Well, let me think. What did I get this year? Uh, Madge, look,
1: uh, what are we yeah. having for dinner?
3: Didn't you tell me you got a steak? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, maybe you ought to start the charcoal.
2: Start the charcoal? Pete says that takes ages to get going. Why didn't you tell me? I could have done it. No, not at all. You just relax. But... I'll have it going in no time.
3: Are we eating outside, Madge? Oh. Yes, I think it's much nicer what well, we still can. Well, I mean, isn't it a little cool already? And, and mosquitoes. Oh, no, no. Dark.
1: We've got and... some swell mosquito stuff. You can rub all over you.
3: Uh oh, I just remembered what I got for our anniversary this year. Charlie gave me beautiful new nylon sails for his sailboat.
2: Now, <laughs> oh, baby. Magic. Charlie, come on, what do you say? Let's get the charcoal going. <laughs>
0: return to the couple next door in just a moment. Getting away from it all, yes, that's a big part of everybody's dream, but nobody wants to come back from a weekend like Rip Van Winkle, so completely at sea about what went on during his absence that he couldn't find a place for himself in his old hometown. Well, fortunately, you don't have to come back to Rip Van Winkle, no matter how far away you go from civilization over Saturday and Sunday. Take a radio with you. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, CBS Radio will tune you in on the world you've left behind. With your dial set for your local affiliated CBS Radio station, the CBS News Department brings you fast, efficient, comprehensive reports at regular intervals all week long. CBS newsmen all over the nation and the world are trained at sifting the trivial from the important. Make CBS Radio your window on the world while you're away, and you won't have to pay any penalty on your return for getting away from it all for a while.
2: Eating dinner at midnight. So frozen and chewed up by mosquitoes. And you know, Charlie ruined that perfectly beautiful steak. do
3: lower your voice. I don't want to wake that the yeah. baby. I thought the steak was rather good. I don't like it as rare as you do anyhow. And I have to admit, Madge whipped up a magnificent salad. And that sauce she stirred up quickly to have on that ice cream. I don't know how Madge does it.
2: How she does what? I never saw a household with such a lack of organization. Eating dinner at these ungodly hours. Charlie and Madge, you got no system at all. None at all. Since it...
3: this afternoon you were telling me to relax and maybe learn something from Madge about enjoying life more. Do now, you? I
2: don't call that enjoying <laughs> life, sitting around half the night drinking that awful tomato juice. One glass was enough for me. I can drink just so much tomato juice. What was in it?
3: Well, I thought it was rather good. I don't know. Horseradish for one thing and Worcestershire.
2: Yeah.
3: And a lot of other... For goodness sakes, what's that noise? What are you two doing? Come on down. Charlie's so got the bridge table all set up
2: bridge table? Yeah. We're getting ready for bed.
3: What's that noise, Madge? Oh, I'm washing clothes. I always do it this way. I change lots when I'm dummy, and then just throw the things in the dryer. And... Oh, oh, wonderful. I'll bring my clothes. We'll be
2: right there. Now, you know that's a good idea. You crazy? Washing <laughs> clothes wonderful. at midnight? Well, what, what do you mean we'll be right down? Well,
3: you tell me yourself, dear, that we should not be creatures of habit. Learn to be more relaxed,
2: more flexible, you. <laughs>
3: Come on, dear. You don't think you're a stuffed shirt
2: now. Stuffed shirt? Good boy, I love that. All All right, all right, all right.
0: The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Don Briggs and Audrey Christie and is produced by Walter Hart. We invite you to listen Monday to The Couple Next Door.